everyone. Hello, my dear audience here in the United States and around the world. I'm Peter Resnick and welcome to the Dr. Peter Resnick's Toolbox. I love saying this and around the world. It kind of gives me, reminds me of how close we all are. I love receiving your emails from different countries. Uh, I don't know how it feels. My children are not celebrating it as much. They grew up with this all connectedness. But for me, each time I talk to people and I realize that people from around the world are listening, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. Um, I think I told you at one, uh, during the, one of the shows that I grew up without a television, without a telephone, and here we are now talking to each other, and you can hear me somewhere in another part of the world. I'm truly excited, no, no, uh, I'm eager, that's probably a better word, to introduce to you our guest today. Just because I wanted to have him on this show ever since I started doing this show. Somehow, with our busy schedules, or I should say, with our guests' busy schedule, it was not working out. If I tell you all the things that he's doing and what he's doing as a hobby, you probably won't believe me. So I will leave it uh, to him to talk about himself. And here he is finally with us today. Before I introduce our guest to you, I want to remind you that I'm really looking forward to your feedback about this show or any other show and or your suggestions and wishes. Uh, remember, this is a show for you and I will talk to you about the subjects that are interesting to you, not about philosophy, of course, or uh, exploration of the ocean. I'm talking about health issues. Um, please write to me uh, to uh, drpeterresnik at gmail.com, D-R-P-E-T-E-R-R-E-Z-N-I-K at gmail.com. So our guest today is Dr. Robert Conley, who I know since 1997, when I became a staff member of the Shakta Center for Complementary Medicine. And I worked uh, with Dr. Conley there for 15 years. We were one of the biggest centers, I believe, in the United States for treatment of alternative, uh, alternative treatment of cancer. But we worked with many, many other problems. I remember when I just started there, uh, in the waiting room, there was a couple of uh, parents with a child, eight or nine year old, and he was a demon. <laughs> he was tormenting everyone, screaming. There were many people, you know, some people not feeling so well, and he was misbehaving. I honestly, I wanted to go and smack him. Of course, I wouldn't do that, but that was I, I, how I felt. And and then uh, Dr. Conley walked out and the parents walked uh, with their child into Conley's office. And then, uh, I don't remember what I was doing, but it, it, somewhere in half an hour, I was walking out again into the waiting room and I see a normal child, like, like just talking to his parents, quiet. And, and Dr. Conley walked away. Uh, after he said goodbye to them. And I said to, I believe it was Rita uh, still, 
uh, at the front desk and I said to Rita, what just happened? This kid is a different kid. And she said, this guy, Dr. Conley, is the magician. So I know Robert Conley as Bob the Magician. Ever since I met him, I've been using this slogan, when in trouble, call Bob. But of course, I did not invite him today because Dr. Conley uh, did something special at the center uh, when we worked together years ago. But because I know that what he does today may be very helpful to you, my dear audience. Uh, Dr. Conley is um, a licensed New York State acupuncturist with a national board certification. He's a graduate of Tri-State College of Traditional Chinese Acupuncture, holds a doctorate in science uh, from University of Lafayette University with a specialty in nutrition and complex homeopathy and master's degree in psychology. Dr. Conley is a research associate of the Occidental Institute Research Foundation, where he has received extensive training in homotoxicity, complex homeopathy, and German bioenergetics regulation. It's hard even to pronounce all these things. Uh, he will have to explain what all that means. In addition, he holds a certificate, and that's very interesting, in a non-needle form of acupuncture developed in Germany called esogetic color puncture, which is highly effective in treating numerous conditions in infants, children, and adults. Uh, this specialized form of therapy, uh, what I, I'm reading actually, doesn't need needles, but rather use effective technique that was developed in Germany that creates cellular communication throughout specific areas of the body, utilizing known principles and practical uses of light physics and topological geometry. <laughs> Dr. Conley is uh, also an accomplished instructor and practitioner of uh, autonomic nervous system testing uh, through heart rate variability analysis. I actually had the experience with that um, probably 20 years ago. Uh, Dr. Conley is also a developer and an instructor of bio-integrative health assessment technique, which is actually, uh, I understand he wanted to talk about us uh, about uh, this today with us. Uh, and so without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Dr. Conley. Hello, Bob. How are you doing? Yes. Welcome to the show. And now you <laughs> you take. Well, thank you for giving me this opportunity to, um, you know, I'll let people know about this, this some of the techniques I've been using, particularly in, in what we're going to be discussing today, because I think it's pretty important, um, given um, the conditions of our diet and, and lifestyle today. So thank you for that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned all these things that, that you're doing, but you will have to, you know, buy a integrative, buy a schmeyer for me, 
you know, I have three graduate degrees, but I do not know when, when all these terms are used, I don't know what really it is. So the, would you please make it uh, clear and simple for us so we would understand how we and our children, by the way, the average listener of our show is a, a middle-aged person, how we can benefit uh, from this body of knowledge that you have in the simplest well, possible. Okay, uh, the, the topic I really want to be discussing today is, in simple terms, taking the guesswork out of foundational nutritional supplementation. In other words, going beyond symptoms. So what I want to discuss is how we can utilize a very unique evaluation tool that can identify basic physiological imbalances that can be actually interfering with your health and metabolism, really at a very foundational level. So uh, at this point in history, <clears throat> nearly all of us are aware of the unquestionable need for nutritional supplementation to our diets. That, that's a known fact. It's well known that modern diets are literally a, a huge carnival consisting of good-looking, good-tasting, hyper-processed foods which are loaded with sugar and chemicals. While these types of foods certainly provide enough calories to sustain, to sustain us, they're pretty deficient or imbalanced in their ability to provide everything needed for promoting optimal health. So even if one eats exclusively organic, uh, while this type of diet can offer a higher level of protection, uh, we'll still, they'll still be insufficient in many instances in supplying needed nutrients and the quantities necessary once we've uh, developed some type of health. When we add to all of that, the environmental toxins and pollutants of our modern societies, because we certainly don't want to give up uh, conveniences of modern society, uh, along with exposure to all types of microbes in the form of um, various bacterial, viral, parasitic, fungal stresses, we could easily understand why it'd be a pretty prudent idea to lighten the load, so to speak, and shore up and support our own innate healing capacities by supplementing our diets. And I really believe, and we all, it's kind of obvious, uh, it's for these very reasons that individual interest in taking nutritional and herbal supplements continues to grow exponentially. So uh, uh, given, given the ever-growing interest in nutritional supplementation and the ever-expanding choices of supplements on the market, People can be easily overwhelmed by all the information out there. So how can an individual know what to choose? How does he or she know what would benefit uh, their particular needs? Um, so the vast majority of people choose supplements uh, or specific supplements, do so as a result of something they've read about or something they've learned from a newsletter, an infomercial, a TV ad or an internet ad or something a friend, relative, a health food store clerk told them about or by matching a supplement to a set of symptoms or by just using trial and error or, out, uh, error or outright guessing. Uh, some of this is perfectly okay. It can get you really fair in there, but it's one way to make a choice. But uh, in general, it's a very uh, limited way of going about picking your supplements and it's a very shotgun almost uh, approach of doing it. What's missing in that type of met uh, methodology is a degree of specificity to a given individual's need in the form of understanding what's going on in his or her foundation and what may uh, 
or may what he may or may not be addressing about his own personal uh, health. Um, so we can best understand this whole approach uh, to supplement ourselves by referring to the expression, one does not plant roses in the garden of weeds. So if a given individual has significant imbalances in their ability to remove toxins from the body, for example, or if their ability to produce anti-inflammatory chemicals is impaired, or they can't sustain a consistent flow of energy to various cells and tissues of the body, or their immune systems have a difficult time in maintaining the balance and control of various microorganism populations, or if there are imbalances in key nutrients like vitamin C or various mineral catalysts, which cause mineral catalysts are important because minerals are pretty much the locomotive of, of vitamins. Without minerals, you can't literally switch on what a vitamin will actually be doing for you. Or what if a person is not producing enough enzymes to efficiently digest or absorb food? Then much of what they're taking in the way of supplementation in choosing it the way they've chosen it will have limited or no effect. They'll be taking pretty much, like I said, a shotgun approach without knowing what specifically their body needs. So in effect, they'll often be adding high quality and expensive supplements to a disrupted, impaired, or crumbling foundation, hoping for the best. Now, in, in any endeavor, one needs a good foundation upon which to build. In Chinese medicine, there's a concept called root and branch treatment. Symptoms are like the branches and leaves of a tree. That's what we can see. The roots, what we don't see, are the foundations of healthy growth. Uh, in holistic approaches to health, we tend to treat both simultaneously. Those roots, what we'll be discussing, are the physiological foundations that consist of scientifically measurable, reliable, objective, and reproducible biological parameters on which we all built our health. It's kind of the foundation upon which all health is built. Attending to these imbalances in these specific areas, addressing underlying root causes or dysfunction are not simplistically addressing symptoms. So again, we, you certainly, when you go to a practitioner, you want your symptoms taken care of, but if you're just going to treat symptoms, you can miss the bigger picture of what you can't see that's going on underneath. So what I'm basically saying is there are specific foundational processes that are taking place in the body that can be easily measured and specifically addressed. And in this way, a person can take a lot of the guesswork out of their supplemental choices. So this approach to basic foundational supplementation can be understood from the perspective of what we call a terrain analysis. That's how I came up with the, uh, it's the bio-integrative health assessment utilizing what we would call biological terrain. In simple terms, biological terrain can be equated to a, the soil, like the soil in which a farmer grows his crops. So if the soil is too acidic or too alkaline, or if there are not adequate minerals, water, sunshine, etc., healthy crops really cannot grow. However, if the crop does somehow manage to develop, it will often be of an inferior quality and be highly susceptible to certain invading insects or disease-producing entities. On the other hand, when we alter the conditions of the soil, and any gardener would know this, uh, we can scientifically affect the vitality of the crop or the plants that a person is working with in his garden. This concept, as it relates to the internal environment of the body, is what we would call biological terrain. In 1959, uh, a French hydrologist by the name of Professor Louis-Claude Vincent 
He researched, developed, and documented specific values that were in body fluids, such as saliva, blood, and urine, that could um, accurately display the soil values, so to speak, of each living organism. So with these values, we can assess the body's tendency towards metabolic balance or imbalance, and therefore its propensity for the manifestation of health or illness. So from this information, we can see the direction in which the body chemistry has to be altered in order to attain a balanced biochemistry, because health is on a continuum. We have various levels of health. We can have low, medium, uh, high levels of health and all along the way. and you can, you can take 10 individuals, for example, and they'll all seem healthy, but underneath they could be tending towards illnesses faster or slower than any of the other individuals in that group. So specific symptoms or disease states are really not the focus of this terrain assessment. Uh, we're focusing really on the environmental conditions of the soil of one's cells and biochemistry. In this way, we can reach down to the core of a patient's imbalance and affect health on that foundational, fundamental level of life. But, but, uh, and you have specific, specific measurements that can reveal these imbalances? Uh, yeah, yes. Actually, most patients consider themselves perfectly healthy if they have no symptoms. It's, an, it's important to keep in mind that in the progression from health to chronic disease, like I said, along that continuum, symptoms are often the last step in that progression. Conversely, in the regression of a disease, when we're actually starting to heal, symptoms often are the first thing to disappear. Therefore, the disappearance of a symptom is only the first step in the healing process. For this reason, symptoms are many times a poor standard, which we, to ju- uh, which we judge overall health. Generally, when we develop a specific set of symptoms, we consider ourselves healthy again as soon as the symptoms are gone. Now, we we can't really blame ourselves for thinking this way because medical advertising you'll see day to day on TV is primarily geared to symptom alleviating drugs. We've all been trained to believe that symptoms are the problem and that when those symptoms disappear, we're healthy again. These measuring the biological terrain, which I been discussing and assessing this information gives us a picture of a health that goes much deeper than that symptomatology. Imbalances in terrain conditions, all these little conditions precede disease states. They precede symptoms. Adjusting those terrain conditions help the body utilize its own self-correcting and self-healing mechanisms much more efficiently. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if we fix if we fix the symptoms, that you, what you're saying, if I understood that the problem can still persist and find its way to be manifested in some other symptoms. Is that right? Or the same symptoms? As a matter of fact, matter of fact, that's actually a science the Germans developed called homotoxicology. It basically what they say in homotoxicology is that we are constantly exposed to toxins either from the environment outside of us or from our internal environment as we make different metabolic mistakes in our body or things accumulate in our body from other uh, problems that are uh, occur with the functioning of different organs. And that if those are not addressed properly, they can actually just transform to different symptoms. And there's a kind of a progression. Sometimes the symptoms will go away and you'll think you're better, but it, it develops, it turns into a different type of symptoms or it sets up conditions 
for much worse symptoms later on. And what we need to do is really look at that environment to make sure that these changes are not occurring in such a way that is just leading to different symptoms down the road or worse symptoms or just stuck uh, disease states or stuck states where we're not moving forward. Um, what specifically are, are those terrain conditions that Germans or that you are looking at now? Okay, For, before I actually get into the specifics, I want to emphasize that what we look at in these measurements is we're addressing functional changes, not pathological changes and disease states. We're looking at the conditions within the body that are revealing stresses to one's ability to function. We're not diagnosing any disease, but we're looking at the environmental conditions within our body that can either lead to poor health or that have resulted from an illness. Uh, that's an important distinction because medical doctors are looking for diseases or broken parts of the body, so to speak. These tests I'm about to tell you about measure the basic environment conditions that have either led to or resulted from illness. So given that distinction, there are key markers that can be easily measured. All are basic and foundational for healthy functioning, and all are interdependent and cannot be addressed in isolation. Uh, that's an important point I want to make, that you just you can't look at any one of these conditions and say, uh, well, if I fix that one, I can uh, uh, don't have to deal with the others because one uh, one measurement will affect another measurement and vice versa. So you kind of kind of look at it as a, a whole picture. These tests are not typically given by uh, medical doctors because, like I said, medical doctors look at disease states. We're looking for uh, imbalances. As an example, we look at adrenal imbalances, and I'll go into a little more detail about what these things are as I explain this, but we'll be looking at your adrenal function or your bowel ecology, the microorganism balance within the intestinal tract and the digestive tract. Considering that that's 70% of your immune system, you would really want to take a look at the ecology of the uh, intestinal tract, particularly and of uh, the entire digestive tract as a whole. We want to look at calcium balance and enzyme balances in terms of are we actually breaking down the foods, are we absorbing them properly and utilizing them. And minerals, we need to know how our mineral what our mineral status is because minerals, again, like I said before, are the locomotive, so to speak, of the vitamins and of a lot of the enzyme processes themselves. Nitric oxide, for example, we hear a lot about in um, on, on TV and, uh, and particularly on radio, nitric oxide is a is an interesting chemical that the body produces from bacteria in our mouth. It's a gas that's produced that helps all the cells in the body communicate properly. And pH, people know about pH. If you're too acid or you're too alkaline, that can develop different problems. Too acidic, cells can start breaking down. If you're too alkaline, you're creating environments for bacterial and fungal overgrowth. And an important one is a, a test that we do is sugar metabolism. This is not a blood sugar test. This is a sugar metabolism test, meaning how well are we converting food into glucose and sugar and how well is that being burned at the cellular level to create enough energy and enough uh, uh, enough to keep to keep us sustained in a healthy manner. Uh, another one is toxic load. People are always talking about their uh, toxic toxic levels. It's not a, a matter of whether um, 
we are toxic. We are all toxic. It's just the degree we're toxic. So this test can actually tell us what degree uh, or level of toxicity we're dealing with and how efficiently we're able to remove those toxins. Some people remove toxins quite efficiently, and that is not their problem. Other people, the toxic load builds up and disrupts many other things uh, in the body. Uh, vitamin C is another uh, uh, specific measurement we'll make because vitamin C is involved in so many functions in the body and, and our immune system and adrenal glands and so forth depends so much on that. So these are kind of the, basically the, the, some of the things that we actually test. Um, so Even, uh, you have specific tools. Is it like checking saliva or what is actually, the process? It's actually a very simple urine test. Urine. Um, it's a urine wow. test. It's a it's a test. It's a urine that someone will send in, and from the urine. That's the soil sample. We're taking this soil because the urine reveals a lot more of these basic foundational problems than the blood would. The, by the time the blood is affected, we're already very late in the game. The uh -huh. urine is a, is a way of dumping a lot of waste products and telling us what's happening on this cellular level long before it's going to affect the blood. So that's why the urine is, is a much better a way of testing these specific basic foundational imbalances that your normal regular medical doctor wouldn't actually test for. Uh, so, um, there are laboratories in the United States that you're working with, or how does it work? Practically? No, the interesting thing about it is I developed, um, I can't say I developed it, I basically stole it from a lot of people and put it together as one kind of comprehensive tool. Uh, these are basic tests that are literally in medical books, but they're just not used so uh, so much because they're not ways of, of looking at disease. They're ways of looking at healthy function or function that is starting to become unhealthy long before the disease develops. Uh, and once a disease has developed, People generally don't look at these things too much anyway because we're more of a drug-oriented, high-technology-oriented culture. This is very low-tech stuff that is in the medical books but tends to be overlooked because none of these things, number one, none of them are patentable. They're very easy to take. So the measurements are actually taken by um, myself uh, or the people, other practitioners, I teach how to take these measurements. So I basically found a lot of these functional uh, tests through the work of a lot of different practitioners who developed these tests over the years and put them into kind of a, into one whole profile. So uh, it's a test that's because the practitioner does the test themselves or because I do the test myself, there's no lab to go to. There's no requirements for a laboratory because they're not medically diagnostic. And, and, and because of that, they are very inexpensive to perform. So we're not stuck with hundreds and hundreds of dollars of bills in, in trying to figure out what's going on at a, uh, at a basic level to build this foundation that I've been talking about. Uh, and as pointed out previously, there is an independency See that kind of exists between and among these various foundational biological processes. Each imbalance 
for example, or adrenal or biology or calcium. Each imbalance either affects or is affected by another imbalance. Therefore, they all need to be addressed simultaneously. Uh, so, so um, therefore, taking an advertised supplement because it sounds right for you can be missing the bigger picture because you're not seeing the interrelationship of things that are going on. Give me the example. For example, if your ability to detoxify is poor, then other functions in the body will be impaired. So there's adrenal function, and the adrenals are important because they are the main energy-producing structures of the body. They are adrenal hormones required for maintaining normal blood pressure, blood sugar, carbohydrate metabolism, combating inflammation, activating the body's responses to stress. So if you are not detoxifying properly and you say, well, my adrenals are uh, are the problem. I'll take an advertised adrenal supplement, but you're never getting to the cause of why the adrenals are out to begin with. The adrenals may be out to begin with because it's not handling, the body can't handle uh, its detoxification processes properly. Or for example, uh, vitamin C, if your adrenals, you may be taking lots of vitamin C, but that vitamin C may be burned up very quickly, and you may actually be deficient in vitamin C or very low in vitamin C because the adrenals depend so much on vitamin C for their own function. So just saying, I'm going to take more vitamin C isn't necessarily solving the problem. Uh, because, or for example, the adrenals, again, will be involved in sugar metabolism, but so is the pancreas. So how do you know the difference? If you say, I'm having blood sugar problems or I'm having sugar cravings or or, or problems keeping myself satiated during the day, is it my adrenals or is it my pancreas? You're not going to know that just from symptoms because the symptoms of poor adrenal function or poor pancreatic function can be very similar. Uh, see, on, on the other hand, if one's adrenals are not sufficiently addressing the stress of the toxins or the vitamin C, um, all those detoxification processes will be impaired. So it's a kind of a chicken egg thing. On my say, say, say you know your adrenals are not functioning properly, or you know your pancreas isn't functioning properly and metabolizing sugar. Is it because those glands are the problem, or is it because your ability to detoxify is the problem, or is your ability to detoxify caused by the adrenals, or vice versa? So you, you can't really figure this out just by doing symptoms, because the symptoms of all these imbalances overlap so incredibly. Uh, so if likewise minerals are not being properly absorbed or utilized, there'll be a buildup of acids in the tissue because minerals are very alkaline, which, which uh, if the minerals are not being absorbed, what will happen, there'll be a lot of microbial overgrowth because the, the, basically the, there'll be too much acidity in the system or too much buildup from toxins that will interfere with the mineral metabolism. So again, are you deficient in minerals or are you so toxic that you can't absorb the minerals? Again, it's another chicken egg thing. Without a measurement, you're not really going to figure it out. And just going on symptoms alone, it's not going to happen. So it's all, what I'm trying to say, it's all very circular in nature and has to be addressed as such. Um, So that's what we... I'm sorry. I have an idea, Bob. Why don't we, if you if you don't mind, why don't you take a, a hypothetical person, John Smith, uh, that that you talk to, and he sends and sends you this uh, urine sample, and take all this toxic load, bowel ecology, uh, mineral imbalance, and so on, and and say, 
okay, I discovered that John Smith has this and this and this and this, and that causes possibly this kind of problems, and then tell us what are you going to do about it? What will you recommend? What what kind of treatment? Does take yeah, take that, us that, that, John Smith from the beginning to an end, from the time he yeah, said hello to you. That's excellent. So so for example, I'll give you a couple of cases, some some short ones and some longer ones. For example, one woman who comes to me and says, Listen, I really have sugar cravings all day long. Uh, I'm tired a lot. And uh, I, I just don't know what's going on. Otherwise, I, I, I feel okay. I think my adrenals are the problem, or I think my pancreas is the problem. And when you do the test, you find out, yes, the adrenals are the problem, but no, the pancreas is not a problem. So you avoid the, uh, the, the, the possibility of having to address both. You only need to address one. But then you look at the test a little further. This is a test I've done on this woman had a very high toxic load and adrenal problems, but didn't have pancreas problems. And her energy um, problems and her sugar metabolism problems did not come from the obvious reason of my pancreas is not you know, metabolizing sugar properly. It came from the fact that uh, there was a high toxic load that was affecting the adrenal, so you only had to address two of those things for example, and didn't have to waste your time or more money addressing more than what you w would think otherwise just by going on symptoms. When or you say example, address, what do you mean? Uh, uh, give her supplements? Give her what? Yeah, well, let me give, give, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. There, there are stages in, in, for example, let's take the adrenals, but this can work for any uh, of these measurements. There are kind of stages of dysfunction. And in the early stages of, say, the adrenal dysfunction, the adrenals start to pump out a lot of cortisol, a lot of, they become hypervigilant, they become uh, very stressed, they're always on alert, and they're just pumping all of this, all these chemicals into the body, and it's interfering with blood sugar regulation. If that's left alone, and nothing is done about that, then it goes into a stage of what's called maladaptation, where uh, now the adrenals start to atrophy. They, become, they start to shrink. And then uh, different levels of other chemicals like DHE levels drop, your sex hormones become cleaved to, to supplement the cortisol precursors, and you start losing, for example, in, the, in that situation, a sex drive. And that can continue going on years and still turns into an, uh, a level of exhaustion where the adrenals just aren't uh, functioning as well as they used to at all. And now you start developing um, joint pains and chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia disorders and other hormone imbalances. Now, again, going by symptoms alone, you're not going to be able to determine what stage of, of, of uh, dysfunction that adrenal gland is in. But again, like I said, this applies to all of these things. You're not going to be able to know what stage of bowel ecology imbalance you're at or what stage of vitamin C imbalance you're at or what stage of toxicity you're at without some kind of test because at any of those stages, all the symptoms just overlap each other. So, so when I'm you sorry, fill out... The, so, uh, let's say a person goes to see a physician and has... the He's for blood test. Let's say a man goes to and has a blood test, and his testosterone is normal. 
he still may have problems because of one of those issues and not be aware of it. Right. Is that exactly. right? Exactly. Again, because I said the blood tests are what we call terminal markers. By the time it shows up in the blood, it's already late in the game. Then, <clears throat> These tests are showing you the tendency towards a problem or your, or your significant progress away from a problem. So it's much more of a root underlying unseen issue. And if you're filling out symptom surveys, you'll drive yourself completely crazy because the symptoms will overlap to such an extent, you'll be trying to treat every imbalance in the body simultaneously, which is totally unnecessary. But how will you go about addressing the problem? Or would you list a, a number okay, of so tools? For, that example, so for example, a person comes to me, regardless yeah. of what their symptoms are, then this, these tests are not based on symptoms, regardless of what these symptoms are, you take various tests. So for example, I have a person who had chronic fatigue, painful feet, uh, swollen ankles, um, sensitivity to cold, uh, depression. And when you look at all these symptoms, you say, well, I might get give something for every one of these things. This is crazy. We have to see what's going on underneath. When I tested this person, they showed an extremely high toxic load, but also an extremely disturbed imbalance in the microorganism population of the gut, which again is 70% of the immune system. There wasn't really problems with adrenals or pancreas or, or vitamin C, but it was these two specific areas. So what we did with a person like that, we addressed the microorganism population. Now, what's interesting about when you do that, some people say, oh, I have to take a parasite cleanse or I have a virus. So what they do is they try to treat that one thing like parasites. But if you don't address all the microorganisms simultaneously, all you're doing with say, say taking a parasite cleanse is removing one type of organism, allowing all the other organisms to have no further competition. And then they just proceed and do whatever damage they're going to do. So with this person, we had to simultaneously address all those microorganisms at once and support the ability of the body to remove toxins that those microorganisms produce and whatever other chemicals or, or uh, that these organisms were dumping into the system as well. Because remember, what a lot of these microorganisms do too is in some ways and on some level, they can be protected because a lot of viruses, parasites, uh, bacteria, they'll actually consume chemicals and consume uh, other toxins in the body, like heavy metals. And when you kill those organisms off, people often say, well, I did a parasite cleanse or I just did uh, this bacterial, uh, antibacterial substance I took and I just felt worse. So they call it die-off. Well, the die-off is when you kill these organisms, they're not only dumping their garbage into your system, but they're dumping the heavy metals and chemicals that they absorbed in the process of at some level protecting you. So you're not having a, a really adverse reaction so much as you're having to deal with more toxins that are dumped into the body as you're dealing with those microorganism populations. So for that person, we had to make sure that their detoxification mechanisms, the liver, the kidneys, the intestinal tract was working properly to successfully reduce those populations in, in the system. 
So we had to support their elimination process. And I don't just what, mean elimination. What, what did, with this specific man, what did you okay, give him? We, we, we would use, in that case, I would use specific herbal supplements that had broad spectrum capacity to not only kill microorganisms, but also remove the toxins that they dumped into the system as well. And then, and then use other maybe homeopathic substances or nutritional supplements to make sure the liver and the kidneys and the lymph system was working properly, that these things could be released. So it's, it's a balancing act in terms of not only identifying where the major stresses are occurring, but what has to be supported in the process of removing those major stresses. So it's done with nutraceuticals. It's done with herbal preparations, could be liquid, could be powders, could be pills, or it, it, it's done with um, um, homeopathics. And that's how we would, we would do it. It's basically a natural way of doing it. We're, we're doing it in ways that, uh, and with chemicals that the body are normal to the body. Herbs are normal to the body. Homeopathics are normal to the body. Nutritional substances are normal to the body. So we're not using drugs at all in that process. I, I'm, realize, I'm realizing something, but uh, I, I haven't been with the Shakta Center now already for nine years. I, I, when I was there, I don't remember you doing it. Is it something new that you have been doing? And how many years you've been doing it now? Oh no, I've been doing it. I've been doing it uh, for a very, very long time. But when uh, I, I was doing it when we were there also. But it's it's again because it's addressing more of the foundational thing, and it's not chasing symptoms. You saw a lot of what I was doing was that. Uh, branch type of treatment where I was treating because you want to treat people's symptoms as well as you want to get to the underlying cause. So the underlying causes are not only the things you don't see, but they're the quieter things that you don't necessarily, uh, um, you know, uh, are brought that are not necessarily brought to your attention immediately because everyone is more concerned with how, how they're feeling and their symptoms. So what you seeing, you saw a lot of the treatment that was affecting their symptomatology, but also working quietly on the root causes. So no, I've been doing this for quite a while. It's just that over the years, I've developed it uh, more extensively and it's become more of a, uh, a targeted way of, of getting people not to walk in to my office with a shopping bag full of supplements. Most people who come in for treatment are taking things like I said, they're taking things from all the advertisements they saw, or the newsletters they read, or the recommendations given by friends and health school clerk, and they're just taking this massive, you know, dumping everything into the body and hoping for the best. It's okay to take all your own supplements. If you research something and you say, hey, this thing might be good for me, that's perfectly all right to do that, but you want to do it on top of, of, of a balanced foundation. So what these tests are targeted at is is creating that foundation that all the other therapies are built on top of. I wonder if you, Bob, if you can comment on something. I had here on this show uh, Dr. Joel Wallach, quite a remarkable person, uh, who believes he actually is was first trained as a veterinarian and then in nine, after working for 
20 years as a veterinarian, uh, got his uh, degree in uh, naturopathic medicine, became a naturopathic physician. And he believes that we all lack 90 essential minerals. And of course, depending on the, on the problem that people have, he recommends different minerals. But uh, first, you start by balancing your minerals, these 90 essential minerals. What do you think about his his approach? Because I know he's... No, I, I think that is perfectly fine, except why are the minerals imbalanced to begin with? It could be a lack of minerals in many instances, but like I said before, what if your detoxification processes are not working efficiently and you're burning through all those minerals because the toxins are not being addressed? And, and therefore, the toxins are requiring higher needs for those minerals. Or what happens if the adrenal glands are pumping out so much, you know, anti-stress hormones that that's using up a lot of the mineral reserves? Or, for example, uh, electrolytes. I measure, what, I do an electrolyte balance test also. Electrolytes basically are the minerals that are hanging around outside the cells and not getting into the cells. And what's happening is they're creating an excess electrical charge and in effect uh, irritating, irritating the cells because the electrical charge is outside the body, outside the cell and not inside the cell. And those could be the minerals outside the cell. So if you're taking more minerals, you may be just adding to that stress load of the minerals outside the cell if you don't figure out why they're not being absorbed into the cell. And they may not be being absorbed into the cell because your enzymes for digesting, for example, proteins, carbohydrates, or fats, or sugars are not working properly. And then those, min those things are not being extracted from the food sufficiently, and then they're sitting outside the cell creating that excess electrical charge. Or what if, like I said, the toxic load is so high that, that you just just either burning through the minerals or causing a malabsorption of those minerals or a malutilization of those minerals. So, yeah, I think he's right. Most people do have a mineral problem, but why is that mineral? It's not simply to take more. My, my point of all this test is, is, oh, I have a bowel ecology problem. I'll just take more probiotics. No, or I have a vitamin C deficiency. I'll just take more vitamin C. Or, or I have uh, a liver problem, I'll just take more liver supplements. It doesn't work that way. It kind of, one, one deficiency in one area can trigger a excess in another area or a deficiency in another area. And then when you combine six or seven of these together, it, it, it becomes impossible just to um, go on, uh, you know, intuition or, or uh, something you've read in a newsletter. Now, I, I know, let's get even more practical. I know uh, Dr. Shakta retired and the, the center got closed three or four years ago. Is that right? I haven't uh, been there. It, it, closed, it closed April 30th of 2020. 2020. So are you, do you, yeah. <clears throat> do you have an office? I never ask you, do you have an office or you just yeah. work like many people yeah. now? No, my, office is literally, my office is literally one block from where um, the Schachter said there was. Oh, in, in, in Suffern, New York. Around, I really moved around the corner. I'm part oh. of the, I'm part of what's, it's a, it's a biofeedback psychological center uh, called uh, Rockland Health and Wellness. I work out of that office.
I have my own office offices there uh, within that center. So if, but in order to, uh, I understand to do color, <clears throat> excuse me, color puncture, people need to, uh, to see you in person or acupuncture, but to, to go through this process uh, of, from what I understand, anybody who doesn't have even symptoms would benefit from it because this, the symptoms are actually already uh, uh, when the house is burning. You need to <laughs> to, exactly. to make sure the house is not is uh, in a, in a good condition in the first place, so it wouldn't catch the fire. So you're okay. saying anybody could benefit from it, the most healthy person, because we don't know what will happen two, three years from now, and That's you are able to person. detect it way in advance. Is yeah. that my understanding? That's right? Correct. That's correct. A healthy person can benefit very much so, because, for example, what if a, what if a person is very healthy and they they have a, a very active lifestyle where they're engaged in sports and a lot of uh, activities, they could be putting a lot of pressure on their adrenals, for example, or their uh, ability to metabolize sugar and not know it because they're, they're in such a healthy condition. They don't know that underneath things are starting to weaken. So yeah, a test of someone like that would be a perfect example because they would be seeing, they would be measuring the tendency of which direction those particular um, glands or organs are moving in. Uh, these tests uh, don't require office visits because um, I, I do this to a lot of people who I don't see uh, or I only talk to on the phone because, again, the, the, the point of them is to balance the foundation upon which any other therapy you're doing is built. So whether you're doing, whether you're in Minnesota or California doing acupuncture or or holistic treatment with someone else or biofeedback or psychological counseling. It doesn't matter because you you take these tests, you get your foundational supplementation balanced, and any other therapy you do is going to be much more effective because you're dealing with, you're building it on a stronger base. Wow, that's, that's super interesting. That's... Well, that that's the beauty of it, and that's why I developed it. In, I, use, I really did these tests only for my own practice, but what happened is I was getting referrals from different practitioners because we all specialize in different things or all better at different things. And then practitioners started asking me, what's these tests you're doing? And then they wanted to do them in their offices, so I ended up spending a year writing a course on how to uh, how practitioners can incorporate these uh, this procedure in their own office. So it became uh, an accredited course where people, where other practitioners actually get you know, 15 credits towards their license for doing this. So it became a technique that uh, I use with patients and I uh, teach other practitioners to use the patients as well. Well, like I said, it doesn't require offices because the urines can be mailed in because what happens is I send out a little uh, urine cup that has a preservative in it that keeps the urine preserved for about seven or eight days. So people simply mail back the urine, and then I do the measurements, uh, give them a report, discuss their results with them on the phone, and, and uh, go over some recommendations that I would consider they would need to correct some of these imbalances or toxicities or stresses and strains that these tests are revealing. So it becomes a very easy thing to do for someone who is not local. Or who doesn't, you know, want to come for office visit for acupuncture or, or anything else? So, 
basically all people need to know is where to call. Call you and you will give them kind of instructions. What call, to do, me what or to do. E call me or email me and I will send out uh, more detailed uh, sheets explaining this process again. So I don't have to remember anything I said on this, on this show. It, I have nice patient handouts that explain in one or two pages exactly what we're doing, why we're doing it and what we're going to get from it. And then they would mail back the little urine and then a, a detailed report of each of those parameters explaining what each of those parameters are uh, and what they're doing and what they're accomplishing so that they would that they would be much more informed as a patient. And so when recommendations are made, they would understand why they're being made and uh, um, what to expect uh, as a result. Would you like, Bob, would you like to give your telephone number and your email address? Just yeah, my telephone number, and it can, the number can be called any time. There's no specific hours, so to speak. It's 845-649-3305. And the email is drrconnolly at yahoo.com. And this this show will be posted also on PRN archives. So anybody who is interested and who missed the the telephone number or the email, they can they will be able to get it. Now we have a few more minutes left, Bob. Is there anything else? You know, this is just a small, from what I understand, a small aspect of the work that you do, and it's fortunately it can be done like this online and through telephone and mail but is there any anything else you would like to share with our audience uh, about your work yes there, there is one particular test that i do and and now i'm glad you asked that because literally as of two days ago this test is now going to be available remotely as well it's called autonomic nervous system testing through heart rate variability analysis what this test does is it measures your ability to how how well are you responding recovering and adapting to day-to-day -day, uh moment-to-moment -moment stresses long-term and short-term what what i'm basically saying is that you're getting a measurement a visual picture of how your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems are functioning. This is a Columbia College of Physicians validated testing technique. This is a real test it's in the medical books. It's again, not a test of illness, it's a test of function. It tests, the best way to understand this is think of yourself as a car driving through this obstacle course of life, so to speak. It's gonna tell me how well you respond to different road conditions, that's your acceleration, how well you, um, how well you, uh, how well you can reset yourself or, or react, that's your braking mechanism, so how will you respond, how will you recover, how will you adapt, in other words, how maneuverable you are, you know, in, in managing the stresses or strains of daily life or <clears throat> road conditions, so to speak, what the stress level is, in other words, how hard is it for your body to be doing this, um, and what the wear and tear is on the system and which direction you're actually moving in. So are you, are, are you an old jalopy driving down the road or are you a, a, a sports car, you know, a high functioning sports car 
getting to the destination you want to get to. So this is a test. It's very visual. It's an autonomic nervous system fingerprint. If we think back to high school, you have a sympathetic response and a parasympathetic nervous system recovery. So it's going to tell me how well you respond, recover, and adapt, and how well put together you are on a very global level. I'm sorry, but how can it be done? You did it with me 15 years ago in person. Yeah, well, as, you as machine, two days you ago, yeah, two days ago, the company. I'm sorry. No, no. As, how you can do it now without the machines, without seeing as a person? Two days ago, as of two days ago, the company called me. It's only available on an iPhone or iPad right now. But what they do is they download the app. And then, and then there's a very inexpensive polar monitor belt that they put around themselves. And literally, you can perform the test at home. The test only takes about six minutes to do, if that. I got so it. They I got literally, it. Oh. That's it. Good. Listen, <laughs> the time is running fast. Uh, our show is coming to an end. I want to thank you, Bob. I'm so happy that you finally made it. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for sharing with my audience uh, all this information. I hope uh, people uh, will be interested. I I'm definitely interested now in having this test, and I will talk to you <laughs> later, and I want to go through uh, okay, whatever thank you, you Thank you very uh, much for this opportunity. I think, I think without, honestly, without the autonomic nervous system test without this kind of bio terrain assessment test, I don't think you really know what's going on at a deep level without these two very foundational tests. The rest is, is sometimes you get a little caught up in, in all this fancy stuff when the simple stuff is really what you need to build on. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much again. And God bless you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us today. Uh, I'm looking forward to your feedback. Again, you can send me an email with your comments and wishes. Uh, and I hope to have your attention, your ear, uh, next week at 2 o'clock on PRN. And peace to all who want to live in peace. Adelante, get up to the beat, adelante to the beat. I say, Goomba, come on, baby, here to get moving, keep it, put that room.